I don't know how much of that you did not hear, so we are going to kind of pull up a Tesla technology. Patrick Flanagan. Nikola Tesla. Tesla technology. We're going to pull up. He mentions a woman in Tucson who was making pyramids. Went off too. And uh, I won the entire science fair, you know, all... <laughs> Absolutely. Well, wait a minute. That's the neurophone. The neurophone. The neurophone. Oh, you're the talking detection, about... The nuclear detection device. Oh, no, no, no. First of all, it wasn't patented. Right. I didn't apply for a patent. I was 12 years old. You were 12. Old. Okay, so they got that one, and then yeah. they t they kept the mm -hmm. neurophone away from me for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, that is part of what we call... <coughs> some some people refer to it as the MK Ultra mind control programs and so forth. They should so have to pay. $5,000. They should have to uh, pay. I published, uh, self-publishing, and it became an international bestseller hit, and I sold one and a half million copies of it. That's amazing. I mean, if you would think yeah. that just I want to share this with a friend of mine. Facebook. How about an ex post? When I'm president, we will take Patrick Flanagan and turn him into our national scientist! Exclamation point. It's the least we could do to apologize to hashtag Nikola Tesla. Become our national scientist. Hope he's still around. If he's, if he's, uh, if, and he, uh, he will help redesign our grid system. to being safe and free energy just like Tesla would have wanted. Just like Tesla wanted. Tesla wanted. Why didn't government pay him? Why didn't oh, he, he should be paid?
then to keep his uh, keep his patent secret all these years. Just imagine all the deaf people that could have benefited, and humanity. Imagine all the fucking the fucking CIA. He'll help design. <clears throat> um, put him, uh, put him on the Tesla, uh, Elon Musk should put this dude on the, on the, I'm the only sane candidate. Hey, fan. Happy New Year, dears. From your president, Trista, Tucson, Arizona, get me on the ballot for she -Rit. I'm also running for Senate, and I filed Form 2 to run for president. Please elect me sheriff. Okay, so, good job, Brandon. Hmm. Anymore. 
true information. It is all fake news, except for Democracy Now! and Metastat. I've written literally hundreds of letters to the editor, to media outlets across the country, and never have they published anything of mine. And I'm an award-winning Oxford scholar, Berkeley scholar, researcher, multimedia journalist, comedian, and follow me for more. If you want to hear good news for Democrats and Tech Talks. Next, I'm going to talk about how awesome it is that a war crimes investigator prosecutor was appointed to the hey. special counsel on Trump's investigation. Pets away, go find me at 105.3 A02 and Tucson, Arizona. Some my petition to run for Pima County. Sheriff said the fight don't come raid your ass too. For no goddamn reason. Civil rights, ACLU. Gaia. Your mother Gaia. There's yeah, she is on Twitter. Great. Patrick Flanagan. Flanagan. Is it Flanny? I don't know. Can't see. Um, who else? Bot, Nikola Tesla bot, engineer and mentor and future. Give me a dizzy test. One more person who would be with fucking Warren Buffett.
Come on, but I just fucking got plenty of fucking dough. I'm the only sane candidate. Trista for Price. Um, fucking Trump for prison. I know he's kind of got a hard on for Trump for some reason. Guess he likes the strong man too. And the fascists love a strong man. Okay. And um I should have tagged young Democrats. You guys still there? Hello, darlings. So let's get back to the show. There's another one, too. They did a second one, Oh, we're looking at people in the New Age movement the last 20 years, but actually, 40 years ago, some people even say, your book helped kick off that whole realm of new thinking. My son said that I started the New Age. For better or for worse. Yeah, for better or for worse. So... We'll talk about this a a little bit more in detail uh, in a bit, but essentially, I I remember having a copy of the book years ago and trying to read it. (laughs) It was hard for me to understand. I mean, there was Mm -hmm. a lot of science and math and to the point where I was really having to stretch myself Mm -hmm. um, to understand what you were saying. So maybe, again, speaking to a seventh grader, what what were you showing us in that book? The rooms we're in, the chambers we're in, all have resonance. Um, if you take a room, it has a length, a width, and a height, okay? And if you if you take the length of the room and the width and the height, uh, they're three different measurements, and therefore three different tones that they're resonant to. So they form a three-note chord. And some three-note chords sound harmonious. Some of them, uh, if, if you bring them into the level where you can hear them, are disharmonious. And so just a mathematical ratio. It's a mathematical ratio. Reflected in sound. Okay. Exactly. And so basically what we want to do is we want to make sure the environment we're in and the rooms we're in uh, resonate at frequencies that are harmonious, uh, other than the sound of, of, of fingernails on a blackboard. Okay, so in a normal mm-hmm. room, if you're just in a normal rectangular yeah. box or, or, or right. a square room, what is that often resonating? Depends, Depends on, on the on dimensions the exact of the dimension. room. Okay, yeah. literally. Le, Le Corbusier and Frank Lloyd Wright knew this, mm-hmm. and they built their rooms so that they, they actually would take musical strings, uh, you know, uh, the length, width, and height, the rooms, and they would 
they would train them at the same time and listen, you know, to the to the uh, sound mm -hmm. to see, you know, they they might make them shorter so that they're in our normal hearing range. Mm -hmm. But then they would listen to the rooms and they would adjust them so that they produced a harmonious sound. Okay, what about Steiner? What about the whole notion of you know Rudolf Steiner's work where um, mm -hmm. he didn't believe in right angles? I mean, to the point where. Paper corners are cut off in the early grades of the Steiner education in school, oh. Waldorf schools, and having no right angles and lots of rounded and vaulted spaces. Oh, yeah. You know, Steiner was awesome. Uh, right angle corners produce discordant energy. You know, everywhere you have the right angle corners in rooms. Uh, uh, way back, I built uh, triangles that go in the corners, they round the corners off, and I used to sell them years back in the 70s. So you could place them in there, Why don't you sell um, them anymore? and it would, it would essentially erase the effect of that discordant energy exactly. in that room. Yeah. Interesting. So you can ameliorate these things through technology. I mean, it's not like you have to have your house raised That's and start right. over you again. Don't. You can, okay, mm -hmm. so um, if we're looking at, say, dome shapes, Mm -hmm. You know how the old cathedrals and often, you know, the vestibule or the yes. foyer, yeah, mm -hmm. and, and, and cathedrals, you mm -hmm. have these domes, even Thomas Jefferson's home and such. The, what is the frequency of having being under a domed space versus these right angles? Depends on the dome. I mean, some domes are really disharmonious and oh, really? other domes are the, not. The pitch matters, for example. <laughs> And, and it shouldn't be an exact half hemisphere. Half hemisphere domes are harmful. But if it's... Uh, you mean like if it's literally half of a ball? If it's literally half, half yeah. of a sphere, yeah. it's harmful. <gasps> but if, if, you, if you go up a little bit and it's at, um, more than that, five-eighths of a sphere, it's better. Or if it's lower than that, three-eighths of a sphere, it's better. I mean, the, the, this goes on. Oh, and interesting. Yeah. But, but pyramids uh, actually resonate at golden ratio frequencies. The angle of the pyramid, depends on the angle of the pyramid, can resonate at energies that are extremely beneficial to the human body. Okay, so now going into that, um, we're looking at what is, the, what is the ratio of the, what is the angle? The angle of the pyramid is a golden ratio angle, and it's about 51.4 degrees. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, in Russia, they built pyramids that are uh, still using golden ratio angles, but they're very steep. So mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be at that exact angle, but th there are other angles that match the golden ratio. So let's say you have built your pyramid house, mm -hmm. and you're living within a pyramidal <laughs> frequency. Uh, a, is that a smart thing to do? Should it even be used as such a thing to dwell in? Or is it a thing to be utilized maybe for charging, healing, or doing other things? All of the above. Okay. Yeah. Have you spent an extended period? No, you spent a lot of time going back and forth to Egypt, three years of your life in total. You really wanted to... Actually, uh, I lived in Egypt. I mean, if you total time in Egypt was yeah. three and a half years. Okay. And I've been to Egypt uh, 34 times. You've been in the Great Pyramid? I've spent the night in the Great Pyramid yeah. multiple times. Okay. And uh, um, 
the the Great Pyramid in Egypt. I mean, the the angles of the Great Pyramid are ideal, but uh, you you can have steeper pyramids. In fact, throughout uh, Africa, there are pyramids uh, going way back before Egypt even that right. that had steeper angles, and they're all all made at the right you know frequencies. So what did you notice when you were inside them, spending time inside the pyramids, when you're inside this particular geometric oh, ratio? What, what happens to the mind, the body, the... Yeah. What happens? Well, first of all, I, I had pyramids over my bed, yeah. you know, and I sold pyramids for people to sleep in and things like that. And spent a huge amount of time in, in pyramids. And one of the things is that I had a cat. Her name was uh, Serafina, and she lived uh, twenty three years. Serfino. And she slept on the bed with you at night under the pyramid. Exactly, or? <laughs> slept under the pyramid, and she became a ve vegetarian cat. Interesting. Yeah, because the pyramid, and also she wouldn't attack animals. She left birds alone. She left, uh, you know, squirrels, you name it. She'd, she'd lay there, and birds would walk right in front of her nose, and she'd just lay there and watch them. I mean. So it created some kind of peacefulness or coherence in her being that took away the normal animal instinct to kill. Mm -hmm. And are, would you extend that to human beings if we were living in that kind of refined field? I would, I would extend that to human beings. If we lived in the right architecture, no one would want to fight each other or harm each other. Profound. Uh, that's that's yeah. really profound. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so now what's happening is pyramids are being rediscovered. I was just in Bosnia with Samir mm -hmm. um, and the Bosnian pyramid, which has a lot of anomalies, mm -hmm. a lot of anomalies. And I mean, from negative ions and the tunneling to the energy coming out of the top to the fact that it was, you know, back somehow filled in, all the tunneling system was filled in several, a few to several thousand years ago now. Mm -hmm. And yet we have them in Africa, we have them in China, South America. Egypt's only the tip of the iceberg. That was just to catch our attention, I would assume. Absolutely. No, as uh, pyramids were built in the ancient world all over the place, and even the pyramids in, in, uh, in South America, even though they're at different angles, they're all, they're all, angles are all golden ratio, you know, they're all designed to resonate with each other. And my understanding, too, uh, is that depending on whether it's a ziggurat or a smooth-sided pyramid, it has a very different function. Is that, have you paid any attention or have spent oh, any time on that? Oh, I'm sure you've paid attention. <laughs> that sly little look, I guess. What are you going to say about that? We only have a couple minutes left, by the way. And, and we're, let's see, I have 26 questions, and that's not the sub-questions. And okay. I think we made it to 11 or 12. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to have to have another conversation. But sure. just to kind of wrap on that, again, um, the point of writing that book was to let us know about, the, to make us aware of space we're in, but also what about specific applications of the pyramid in oh, modern times now? Man. Pyramids can be used for so many things. Uh, we had a lady uh, in Tucson who built pyramids and was, was developing and building uh, 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 pure, uh, food 
uh, food, food system where she would dry foods and vegetables in the pyramid, and ants and, and other cockroaches wouldn't go in the pyramids, and she dried food in there, and normally, you know, uh, dried foods last, you know, only a few years, and you have to throw them away. They tested her food and said it would last 30 years. Oh, now that's why, so seeds and such were found yeah. in pyramids, yeah. in chambers and in that's little pots right. and pyramids. That makes perfect sense. Okay, Patrick, we are almost out of time here. Okay. So I want to say, um, if you can stay on, I would like to have a second conversation with you. I'm here. Okay, very okay. good. Well, we've barely begun. Yeah, Keep an eye out to watch part two of this when it comes up. And we're going to discuss, hopefully, the secrets of longevity and the electrical nature of our universe and bodies, how we can charge them even, and so much more. So until next time, thank you for joining us here on Gaim TV. Okay, we're going to listen to the next one, too. This has the alternating current technology developed by famed engineer. Were the ancient Egyptians more technologically advanced than we are today? Researcher Dr. Carmen Bolter shared her remarkable findings with Regina Meredith, creator of the pyramid... Co oh. What happened to the second part? Part two. Where's the second part? Where's the second part? Shit. Patrick's flying again. <sighs> Those are the numbers. Just living with God. Psychology of resistance. Sedona. Hmm. Interesting. That'd be interesting. Pathogler. Fuck. Find the doctrine of UFO. What does this shit should have to do with it? Time traveling gods of Egypt. Hmm. The way of Vastu. Robin and Michael Mastro. Where's the second then? Where's the second part? Oh man. <clears throat> Communicating with spirits and guides. Disclosed encounters with Paula Harris. Special agents in the shadows. Missing 411 part 2 with David. Polydes, Smile, Homeland Psychiatry. Oh, shit. That sounds scary. Tales from the Flip Side with Richard Martini. Kubrick's Odyssey 1. Hmm. Kubrick and Apollo. Oh. That sounds interesting. Then I heard fucking fuzz. Police at my fucking gate again. On the George Green on the big picture from Big Loss to Big Love. Blah, blah, blah. Dispatching your spirit guides with the bleep do we know. Ram Das. Terence McKenna's prognosis. Hmm. Encounter at Rendlesham Forest. Where the fuck? Me so hungry. <laughs> Conspiracy and virility. Virality, virality, not virility. Jack Canfield, Masterclass. 
portraits of inspiring lives. So even though the keys, conversations with God, one hour and 48 minutes. Climate change in the Vatican. That sounds interesting. Redwood Highway. So many interesting things. I'm going to have to renew my uh, subscription pretty soon. A couple months. That's Thomas and Dolores Cannon. Hmm. Interesting. No Sodomus and Dolores can't. Oh. Shit. How about just Tesla? How come he's not so? That's weird. It's like they don't want us to hear this. Solar wind and renewable energy revealing the cause, cause, cosmic quantum medium, our time-powered living cosmos, uh, from traditional clearing to beams of light, exposing household radiation into the unknown, Q&A panel, awakening conference, hmm. advanced technology training, my story, child prodigy to uh, David Adair, rocket scientist, David on the light party. Evolution through light. The government takedown of Willem Reich. Hmm. <sighs> Who's willing to mind? Judge was in a court of law. Maybe not. But this did not stop the FDA and the U.S. legal system from putting an end to the work of Willem Reich. For any legal machination that they could muster, David Wilcock reviews the details of the government takedown of William Reich and the continuing benefits of his enduring legacy. William Reich. William. All right, welcome to Wisdom Teachings. I'm your host, David Wilcock. And we have had a whole series now, six episodes. This is going to be the seventh one discussing the amazing, pioneering, groundbreaking, what other euphemisms could I come up with? Innovative. Eye-opening, jaw-dropping, freaking <laughs> fantastic work of Wilhelm Reich that has been widely misunderstood, laughed at, discredited. And in this episode, more than any other, I'm going to really talk about that this is the government takedown of Wilhelm Reich. So because this is going to close out our Wilhelm Reich series, I'm going to summarize a little of what we said, show you some of the pictures again, just so you can get clear as to why the government would want to take this guy down. So here's Wilhelm Reich again. He was a contemporary of Sigmund Freud, believed to be Freud's heir apparent. Freud, the founder of modern psychology, couldn't grok the idea of a living, conscious, cosmic energy field. And as I've suggested before, it Why may not? be that certain powers were leaning on Freud and they were manicuring our science so that there would be no divine force. They wanted to create an atheistic psychology, a psychology that has no spirituality, yeah, no consciousness. Yeah, that's what the fucking Illuminati want to do. Take you have a chemical imbalance in your brain. That's what's wrong they with you. The There's nothing Jews, spiritual about Jewish it. There's people no and Arab, spiritual so solution. 
because Knock ultimately other this out, cabal that we've been talking about does have a spiritual philosophy, World but War it's rooted III. in a negative path where they believe only the strong survived, hence the Darwinian idea of survival of the fittest, meaning the best killers. So they don't want that spiritual component coming in, so Freud breaks off with Reich, Fucking and Reich Nazis. starts to explore the idea of a living energy field, and this includes him studying the possibility of how life could be generated out of the field. And the big experiment that I talked about was that his assistant accidentally heated up beach sand to 1,000 degrees Celsius, so it's white hot, and then put it in water after it was sterilized and found all these little critters growing in there. And this set off a frenzy of research in the late 1930s, which included him doing things like taking preparations of hay, as you see here, that have been sterilized. And what he found was these little one micron sized blue corpuscles that he called vesicles or bions would actually form out of the decaying plant material or even just the raw material as he did later of things like iron filings or things like beach sand or soil. Any compounds, either what we would normally think of as inorganic or organic, if they come from nature in some form, you actually can put them in water and sterilize them. That's very important. You get them in the purest forms, and you start to see these little guys. And as it shows here, they come out, they clump together. That's what you see up around A and B. They start clumping together. Then at C, they start to have membranes form around them, and they become things like amoeba, paramecians, and other microbes. This has been replicated by a variety of scientists. It's all been kept very quiet. The mainstream does not want to... The, um, here's the headline if you want to look up the article Bion Biogenesis Research and Seminars at OBRL Progress Report by James DeMeo, PhD. So, there, one of these guys we talked about is Dr. James DeMeo with his Orgone Biophysical Research Lab or OBRL, where from 1996 onward, every summer, he's got this whole colloquium of scientists and students, and they're trying to tear them apart, and so he's showing them how it's done, doing it right in front of them, and getting these little bions to appear. And here's a picture of the bions, as we said. Full color, you can see they have a blue glowing appearance. They're about one micron wide, and they start gathering together and forming little critters. Another guy who independently replicated Reich's experiments with beach sand was Ignacio Pacheco. And Sapabions, that's sand packet, that's what the SAPA means. And I've showed you this before, he's a Peruvian scientist on the official Wilhelm Reich Orgone.org website of the group that's now the main group supporting his work. And here are the slides from Pacheco after he sterilized the sand, put it in water, sterilized the water, waited 24 hours, and you get really amazing life forms growing in this sterilized environment including what you see here, something that looks like a little sea fern. And you can even look up close, single leaves that break off as it gets to the microscope slide with very obvious biological structure. Hmm. And even little guys like this little porcupine, who hmm. you don't want to catch him on a bad day because he could <laughs> go around and do damage. He grows in 24 hours out of nothing but silicon, oxygen, hydrogen, water, wow. and beach sand. Silicon dioxide and H2O. That's it. Where the heck did his DNA come from? It's intrinsic in the universe. 
This was also proven by the Nobel Prize winning biologist, as I've been saying, Dr. Luc Montagnier, who did this experiment where he's got DNA in a test tube, as you see in the middle up there on the left, and then the other five test tubes you see below it there are all just filled with plain water. And then one after another, they're all hermetically sealed. He puts them side by side, about an inch apart, and then wraps a coil around them and zaps them with a 7 hertz electrostatic current, just like the Earth has, the Schumann resonance. Wait 18 hours, that's all it takes, and then you actually get DNA growing in the water. You don't need to add anything to the water. It's totally distilled, sterilized, pure water, and it's got DNA growing in it. Again, this should be a basic aspect of science. It should be something everybody knows. Wilhelm Reich was hot on the trail, and the government got really concerned about this. In, in fact, some people actually believe that the American Medical Association was created by the Rockefellers, oh one of the Illuminati God. families, no specifically to go after Reich and stop his research from getting out there. Wow. Now, while he was doing his orgone preparations, weird things were happening to him. He got a suntan under his clothes. He was worried that it might be radiation. Turned out that it was some sort of energetic effect activating the melanin in his skin, causing him to get a suntan. And the other really weird thing was that as this healing bio biological energy came in, cancerous cells nearby were killed off. And this led to him realizing that the energy itself, as it manifests, yes, it forms bions, these little corpuscles that create life, but the energy could be used for healing and it could cure anything, including cancer. And he realized that organic materials would attract and absorb this energy, and metallic materials would attract and then reflect it. So he built these orgone boxes, as you see here again, which have layers of wool that's organic, and steel wool or sheets of metal that's inorganic and metallic, layered together, sometimes seven ply, seven layers. And then that box you see at the bottom also has large amounts of wool, and steel wool inside of it, and then the, the tube in the funnel directs the energy that it creates. And people were sitting in these orgone boxes, and they were zapping themselves with a little funnel thing, as you see here, and they were getting remarkable effects, healing from cancer, causing plants to be able to grow much better than plants that were not zapped by the same force. And yet all it takes is this dirt simple technology, as you see here, of the wool batting and the steel wool layered together and then you put it inside a wooden box, you sit in the box, and you feel totally amazing. Uh, practitioners, both students and physicians, were treating people this way. They were curing seemingly terminal cases of cancer. Wow. And as I said before, it so can be pretty darn sexy. The government had to come and shut it down. The orgone research, Fuck the you. research on the orgasm inside the box might be even better. Let's flush the government. So, uh, you can put food in there, you can make wine Hold be more aged, back. milk won't rot. Bread tastes better, fruits don't rot, it will preserve things and it will energize it and make it more healing for your body. Now, while he was doing this research, he also noticed that those little bions that are created as orgone comes in also seem to attract water, which is what life forms need in order to grow. So he realized that there was two types of orgone. There's the living orgone, which creates water, creates life, and then there's dead orgone, which scatters life and breaks down water. Dead orgone can be created by pollution. It can be created by electromagnetic radiation. It can be created by nuclear radiation. 
Anything that's inimical to life, that harms life over time, will create this dead orgone energy. And he was actually able to figure out that water would attract dead orgone, especially if it's flowing in large bodies, and it would suck the dead orgone out of the air. So he created these orgone accumulators, or cloud busters, that actually would pull the dead orgone out of the atmosphere by using the tubes to create almost a straw-like effect, and then all these hoses that you see would be directed down into a large body of water, preferably flowing, and the water would essentially wick the energy through the tubes like it's a straw, sucking the orgone out of the atmosphere and pumping the dead orgone wow. down into the water where it grounds out, just like a lightning rod attracts lightning out of the sky and the lightning strikes the rod. This functions the same way, dumping it down into the river, and you don't want to get close to it. It's interesting that nature seems to naturally do this. One of the people on the break was suggesting this. You see how, like, reeded plants and bamboo grows in streams, and these plants have a nice hollow interior? It's doing the same thing. It's drawing the dead orgone out, and it's restoring the atmosphere. Reich also believed that areas where the ground was desertified, actually people would feel more stress, they'd have more anxiety, they'd have more fear, and the governments become more repressive and totalitarian, people become more prejudiced, they lose their ability to see others equally. You can see it, as I said, in all the East Coast is all liberalized, it's all green. The breadbasket, the, the middle of America where it's all desert, are all the red states. And it carries through into Canada. Canada is very liberal. It's all green there. Look at Mexico. Mexico's got dictators, drug gangs, warlords, all kinds of crime. You don't want to just leave your car out in the open in Mexico. you got to park it in a oh locked gosh. garage. And then you go over to Europe, and it's the same thing. You have countries with the green, like Sweden, Norway, Finland, Denmark, Holland, these countries are very liberal, but then you get into the countries that have more desertification, and the more desertified they get, the more conservative they get, the more repressed they get, Violence. the more there's regime Force change women. and dictatorships. It goes down into Italy. Italy starts to become desertified. There's been a lot of wars in Italy. Greece, the same thing. And then especially, you start going out into the desert, the Middle East, you've got, you know, women are not allowed to, to walk around without a headdress on. You're not allowed to hold hands with your wife in public. You've got tyrannical dictatorships. You've got repressive religion. You've got all this stuff, and it extends down into Africa. You look at the desertified countries in Africa, what do you see? Why the fuck can't you hold your hand, you see, wife's hand you know, in public? Zaire in the Congo, where there's in, internal warfare between the Hutus and the Tutsis, where they're chopping each other up with hatchets. All of this stuff then goes away as you go deeper down into, into Africa, and now you've got, you know, a nice tropical area, and that's where everybody's happy and everything's calm. It starts to dry out. You start to get this stuff coming back. The areas of Australia, where all the watery parts are, are very liberal. Australia, in general, is a very liberal country. So it really does check out all over the world. The areas of South America, where it's very green, very tropical, very liberal, fruit just rolls down the street. you got avocados rolling down the street. Just go grab one and eat it. Everybody's happy. Everybody's blissed out. So this is a function of the environment. And with these tools, Reich was actually able to manipulate the weather. 
So this got the FDA really concerned, <laughs> and they came after him because of his cancer work, because of spontaneous generation of life, because of him being able to green the deserts. He actually greened up the desert all around Tucson, Arizona, 80 square mile area. Hadn't had grass in 50 years. Whoop, the grass all comes up. So at that time, while he's growing all this grass, the Air Force is observing him. The FDA was coming after him. The first injunction was filed against him in 1954. And all Americans were forbidden from writing or communicating about orgone energy in any form. They literally banned the word. They banned any discussion about it. Even if you got on the telephone and called your friend and said, have you heard of Wilhelm Reich? That was illegal by FDA decree as of 1954. And it only got worse as time went on. No one was allowed to practice any form of medicine using Reich's devices or any others that were even remotely like them. That's how seriously this was taken. And when you read that FDA injunction, it's so tyrannical and crazy and fascist that it's now considered one of the most amazing documents in the history of U.S. legal documents. What gives them the right to try to create thought crime, just like George Orwell said in 1984? Even saying the word, even thinking the thought in your mind... If they could make that illegal, they would. That's what they were trying to do. It was estimated that over a 10-year period, up to 6% of the entire budget of the Food and Drug Administration was just dedicated to attacking Wilhelm Reich. That's a seriously high investment. (laughs) Many, many, many agents all working to threaten people, to intimidate people, to seize literature, to stop it, to try to nip it in the bud because they were really worried you're going to have a cure for cancer, you're going to have a cure for desert drought, it's going to increase population rather than their desire, which is to reduce population. If you get into this idea that there's a cabal of people that are trying to keep the population down, create the so-called New World Order, they were very real. Now, Reich had 125 to 150 patients working with him at the height of his career, and he was subpoenaed by the FDA to appear in court, and he responded remarkably. This really freaked him out for a while, and his letter was quite simple, and he said, look, I'm doing basic science. This is investigation. I'm following a trail of research. You cannot judge basic science in a court of law. It's not a legal issue. It's a science issue. It's the advancement of human knowledge. Well, this buffaloed them. They did not expect that. They just thought he'd show up, and they're going to do this, you know, kangaroo court and just throw them in prison. So the judge and attorneys were stunned by this. At first, they didn't know what the heck to do. (laughs) And temporarily, the legal action against him was stopped. He was then found in violation of his subpoena because he never actually went. You know how the legal system works. And then because he didn't go to court, they held him in contempt of court which gives the police the right to go after him. They didn't know how to do it. They weren't quite sure how to bring him in. They didn't want to create a hero. But they eventually did come and seize him in Maine, where he was living. The cops grabbed him, and they brought him to trial. And this is a photograph, actual photograph, right after he was arrested and and he was getting out of the car at the trial. Here's a genius scientist who's done things that would heal the earth, green the photograph, right after he was arrested and and he was getting out of the car at the trial. Here's a genius scientist who's done things that would heal the earth, green the deserts, bring water to people in starving countries where the kids have got 
wasting disease and their stomachs bloat out with what's called kwashiorkor because they can't drink water and if they do get water it's not clean you give them orgone accumulators all that stuff could be changed no technology no moving parts no electricity is required just build it and plop it there and the deserts are going to green up and the water is going to start falling and streams are going to come back you can cure cancer you can generate life forms out of thin air this is a brilliant science and yet what happens the fda is threatened the government doesn't like it uncle gets mad so they bring him into trial and it only gets worse from here the scientists claimed that they proved that his science was wrong and orgone did not exist but there's a big problem they claimed in this court deposition that they used quote the most modern equipment and methods but nobody ever published any of these experiments the government just said take our word for it but they never actually did anything that science should be there was no clinical documents there was no re reportage the fda refused to release the scientists names or any of the papers they did the, the titles of the papers were not even used and reich was given a very harsh sentence the jury deliberated for only 15 minutes it was a con job he never had a chance it was a setup he was given the maximum 2 year sentence even though he was an internationally renowned scientist who had cured many people's cancer and he'd grown grass in the middle of the desert it was proven it aired on television he did it for the blueberry farmers in Maine all over America he did this and he's he used to be a contemporary of Sigmund Freud's he was the heir apparent internationally renowned guy and he's treated like a thug in fact this is crazy because actual gangsters the the bosses of organized crime where they're going to like you know tear out your fingernails with pliers if you don't pay your gambling debt and these are the ringleaders of the whole freaking mafia we're getting much lighter sentences then Wilhelm Reich got for being a scientist and doing scientific research so you can see the hypocrisy of this is just unbelievable and this is where it gets even the most crazy after this judgment happened the FDA with him there went to his house and right in front of him actually set all of his books papers and devices on fire they sawed up the wooden parts of his machines his organ accumulators everything that was actually made out of wood they couldn't burn the metal stuff and they started a bonfire with it and then they threw all of his books and his papers on the bonfire while he's standing there in tears watching this happen so he was there as this happened and the, as i said they chopped up the wooden parts of the organ boxes and burned them and then threw the books on top and he said that they had done this in Nazi Germany and he never expected that something like this would happen in America but yet here it was and again why would that happen in America well remember project paperclip yeah world war 2 ends and nazis didn't just disappear their country was defeated but there's plenty of nazis still around there's scientists yeah. there's military people did they all go to trial did they all go to jail no it was decided by the united states government that the nazi scientists needed to be brought here because otherwise the soviet union would get them and it was supposedly the case that it was only people who were not nazis who who had never been in the nazi party they were the only ones allowed to be brought in but well over 2000 scientists that we know of were brought in on project paperclip 
And as it turns out, they very much still, many of them still did believe in Hitler and in the aspirations of their group. And this group quietly through the 1950s ended up taking control of the secret government. And so they were very threatened by Wilhelm Reich. And so they did what, they, what came naturally, which is good old fashioned Nazi book burning. And of Fuck course, there's you. many, many other signs Fuck of this. In fact, George W. Shame Bush's father uh, is obviously Prescott Bush, who, as probably you already know, was Hitler's main banker. Yes, yeah, that's Hitler's true. Banker. George Bush Sr.'s father, George W. Bush, Bush Sr., so Bush, George I W., his father was also president, justice. and then his father, Prescott, was Hitler's main banker. So. Yep. There's this whole thread going on here, and I do believe this is all going to be exposed. And when it does, I hope that Wilhelm Reich's good name is restored, because what has happened to him is ridiculous. It has been a coup over America. America Prescott got taken Bush over. It took many years, Hitler's but it's banker. like the serpent was strangling the life out of the freedom and liberty that we fought and paid in blood and treasure to earn. That freedom has been taken from us, and we need to get it back. And yet everybody who talks about that, they're all on 9-11 and, you know, the Federal Reserve and we got to get control of the money system. Hardly Can't anybody who's going after the cabal is talking about the suppression of science. But this case Don't allow me to Reich, share it. is especially bad. They actually burned his books before he had completed the appeals process. So they already knew that his appeals were going to be turned down. This is totally illegal, totally extrajudicial. Totally unjust, and yet that's what was done. Yeah. Destroyed everything. All of his papers, all this precious treasure research. They did the same thing that in Nikola Tesla. Saved millions of he lives. He anti-gravity free energy and healing devices as well. Energy healing devices. Government owes us. They burned all his papers, and he died in fear, papers. carrying a gun with him wherever he went, staying in a hotel in New York, hiding from the world. So the cabal has not been nice to these pioneer wow. scientists, and Reich is another example. This is actually Reich's prison card. You can see here that the date he was impounded is March 12, 1957, and uh, his sentence was for two years, and his IQ was only listed as a 118. That's also way too low, <laughs> actually. And it says right there he had no prior arrests. And sadly, died he prison. died in prison. And this is also pretty stinky, too, because what was the means by which he died? How did this actually come about? Well, he was held in Pennsylvania in Lewisburg Federal Penitentiary, and he had a heart attack on November 3rd, 1957. Him. Now, there have always been covert methods in which a heart attack could be induced. For example, you can hit somebody with a blowgun dart, that's a dart of ice that's very sharp. In fact, Pete Peterson helped design this technology for the government, and he's now wanting to come forward and clean his karma. But you can use things like blowfish toxin that will give people a heart attack. And then the toxin goes away, and it looks like they just had a regular heart attack. There's also weird drugs that you can use that use a combination of a virus and a bacteria to actually sort of dissolve the tissue, the sinews, in the body, the heart starts to actually come apart. You have a heart attack, and then when the body temperature goes down, it shuts off the reaction. And Pete Peterson was actually attacked with that drug that was actually manufactured for covert operations by the United States government in Fort Detrick, Maryland. 
So there's a lot of really ugly stuff to be talked about here. A heart attack is not necessarily a random natural event. All of Reich's books were burned, and any mention of orgone was militantly opposed, and this continued with 100% effectiveness directly through at least 1970. Up until at least that year, maybe beyond, you could not even write the book that had the word orgone in it once. The FDA had a legal authority to come in and literally seize every copy of your book and burn it. So this is unbelievable. There, now, why is this being done? Why is he being opposed? I kind of touched on it before. And it gets back to Uncle Sam. When you talk to government insiders, they always use the word uncle. And uncle, the old timers, like Pete Peterson, he always calls it uncle. Uncle did this, uncle did that. So uncle needs money. Uncle is out of a job. In fact, right now... You could see Uncle sitting there on the side of the road by the White House. I'm $12 trillion in debt. Please help. So Uncle is out there, and he's got his hat down, and he's wanting a few donations. And so Uncle doesn't want anybody to compete with his businesses. He doesn't want Tesla giving us free energy and anti-gravity because Uncle needs money from oil. He doesn't want Wilhelm Reich giving us cancer cures because he needs money from pharmaceuticals. He sure doesn't want us to green the deserts because that would increase population, which means he's got to make more Social Security payments. So here's the deal. Uncle doesn't like it, but that's okay because time moves forward and intellectual suppression and knowledge suppression can only last for so long. Now we're in a position where all information is available. Orgone is not a dirty word. They're not going to come and break down your door if you mention this. I'm not expecting any trouble from doing these episodes. But Uncle is still fighting Wilhelm Reich even today on the Internet. And while I was doing the research for this show, I found an example of this that's going to make you laugh. It made me laugh. It's so ridiculous. The question becomes, okay, how does Uncle fight back when he can't burn your books. And I stumbled over some really, really hilarious and terrible propaganda in this strange bro website. Hey, bro, we got sports, girls, humor, media, gadgets, grub, and travel. That's like every aspiration I could ever have in life, dude. I want to travel. I want to get some chicks. I want to laugh. I want, (laughs) want to see the game, you know. Buy me some gadgets. Let's go to Gun Axon. And find out what's cool, what's happening. I'm a bro. I need to know these things. So this article has an innocuous sounding title as if it's just information. And it's written by Jim Sissel. I doubt that's really his name. I think it's probably a pseudonym. And we know, by the way, I've spoken to insiders who have worked in these disinformation rooms. In fact, one of my insiders actually set up one of these rooms where you got all these monitors and you, you make yourself into multiple identities, in, and then you inter, in, intervene on chat rooms like at Above Top Secret and all these UFO type of websites, and they literally create multiple personas, and they attack each other, and they attack the work. And there's a pretty standardized process for this. So one of the first things that caught my eye about this article is I'm looking up Wilhelm Reich, and this little picture draws my eye. Wow, two attractive-looking people making out. That's pretty cool. That kind of thing draws people in 
They want to learn about Wilhelm Reich, and they also have primal urges. So you see a picture like this. Hey, let me click on that one. This looks like something fun. Well, then when you get in there and you start reading it, you get this unbelievable propaganda. It says in the article, after they give a basic summary, said that he worked with Freud, said that his mother committed suicide, which they claim in the article was because his mother, that he actually, that Reich actually caught his father cheating on his mother with a tutor, and he told his mother, and that's when she committed suicide. I don't know if that's true. That's what this article says. They set him up with just a few sentences, and then they say this stuff. Check this out. Reich believed that orgone energy, or the energy released by having an orgasm, was being improperly stored in the human body, as well as Im